A quick note before we get started with today's episode of The Documentary Life. I wanted to let you know that we are currently running an offer on our online courses platform, The Documentary Academy. From now until Monday night at midnight, we have opened up 40 slots for enrollment to the Academy, and we are offering our lowest price ever, $3.99 for the entire bundle. This will be your last chance to get that price, as well as your last opportunity to enroll until the spring of 2019. You can go directly to thedocumentaryacademy.com to enroll today or listen for more details about the Academy and this enrollment offer later on in the program. Okay, now to the show. Chris, I just wanted to congratulate you on what you've done with the documentary life. You've done an incredible job with 100 episodes. You know, as I've grown as a filmmaker, I've really gotten to enjoy the interviews. I really needed the instructional parts when I first started, but as I've grown, those interviews with Stephen James and Bing Liu and the guys from Wild Wild Country have just been inspirational. I think my favorite part about being on the Documentary Life podcast was being able to talk about production life in the freelance world and how you make a career and a living outside of making documentaries. It was just real fun to be able to nerd out about C-stands and W-9s for a minute. We want to congratulate Chris and his team on 100 fantastic episodes of The Documentary Life. Chris's podcast is such a great resource for doc filmmakers and fans around the world. It was so much fun to participate and be a part of the pod. We really, really hope we get to do it again sometime soon. Congrats, guys. Thanks. When I found the documentary life, I said, fine, you know, let's just give it a go. Not really expecting much. And I was really hooked right from the beginning. It sort of seemed to press all the buttons. And since then, I've just been hooked to it. It really is such a blessing. Like, I remember back in March, it was like a cold March day, and I was driving to my editing gig, and, um, you know, I was going to sit in a dark hole all day and, like, just think about my movie and all the woes of post-production. <laughs> and I was listening to one of your episodes on the way to work, and you, at the end of the episode, you just gave this, like, pep talk. And you were just like, you can achieve whatever you try to do. <laughs> Finally finding something that really brings community um, as well as education to the whole filmmaking area is is so great and specifically being part community for documentary filmmakers I thought that was incredible and as the months have gone on um, and I've really decided that documentary filmmaking is kind of the route I want to go I think I, I I can't express enough how grateful I am for this podcast and the communities what you're doing with documentary life Nobody else is doing, and it's an area that needs to be looked at and touched upon. And so I applaud you and what you put together and what you're looking at, because I think it's vitally important. Hello and welcome to The Documentary Life, a show that sets out to inspire and inform you on how to best live and lead your own documentary life. I am your host, Chris G. Parkhurst, and this is episode number 100. And it is brought to you by Barong Films, proud creators of Documentary Film, the Documentary Life Podcast, and the Documentary Academy, our industry-changing A to Z documentary filmmaking program that will transform you into the documentary filmmaker that you've always wanted to be. Find out more at thedocumentarylife.com slash academy. We have hit the centenary mark, and this is the finale that we've been leading up to, well, at least here the past few weeks. I'm very excited to have you joining me today here for this very special episode. And I'm also excited to be joined by sort of the person that's been behind the scenes of the past two and a half years. And that's, of course, my wife, Steph. Thanks for thanks for coming on today. This is the second time you've been on the program. 
Yes, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. There is, I should point out to you listeners, there there is probably going to be a slight difference in sound quality or the way it, well, just the way it sounds, period. I'm not behind my normal mic. The way Steph and I kind of kind of chose to set this up in a fashion that was a little bit more bare bones so we could have a really a casual conversation with you. Um, and so we're really in a room in our house here in the UK and we're hooked up uh, to the, the external recorder with, with two lavalier mics. So uh, any doc filmmaker can certainly appreciate that. So yeah, we're in sort of a, a doc filmmaking mode as we record the audio for this episode. Well, Steph, I mean, how do we even get into this? I know we have a list of topics of conversation that we want to get into today, but as we're recording this episode, in the U.S., it is the week of giving of thanks. It's Thanksgiving weekend, and and really, that's a lot. I think, really, in many ways, that's at the heart of, really, episode 100, what this, what this episode is very much about. Would, would you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that... Who would have thought that this podcast would get to 100 episodes? I mean, that certainly was not the intention when you set out, you know, when you began it, you know, two and a half years ago. So, yeah, very yeah. grateful for everybody who has been involved with the documentary life throughout throughout this first season. Um, you've had such great feedback and mm. everyone's just been so positive and amazing about it. So, um yeah, really grateful to have connected with this community in the way that we have. And obviously looking forward, which we'll speak about later, but, um, you know, very yeah. excited to think about connecting further in the future and, and providing more of a, um, a community and a platform for connection with, um, with Doc Lifers. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, two and a half years and, and 100 episodes later now. I don't know that I, I saw it getting to this point. And, and, you know, I don't know that I saw it not getting to this point. I just sort of thought that once we started doing the, the podcast that it would just continue. You know, I enjoyed doing it. Of course, we started out doing it uh, bi-weekly and then went to, I don't, I don't remember even when it was, maybe somewhere in the late last 30s July. episodes. Mm-hmm. One of those episodes, late 30s, I think. Mm-hmm. We Yeah, it, last July we went to a, um, a bi-weekly format. And no, two a week. No, it was two Julys ago. Not this July. Just got. You see, this is the thing about Americans and Brits. We say it differently. Okay, so to me, last July is July of 2017. That's ridiculous. Last July is the last July that we experienced. No, that's this July. No, that this July is coming up. No, that's next July. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I think we have a new podcast potentially here on our hands. Wow, <laughs> the differences in languaging. Let oh, me let me ask yeah. you this: yeah. what has been what have been some of the highlights for you with regard to guests oh, that wow. you've had on? Because I know that obviously having those conversations, you yeah. know, you'll have those conversations and you'll come off and you'll be buzzing because certain things have been discussed or insights are like, wow, this was a really great conversation. What? What are some of the um, highlights mm. for you in, in that regard? Well, um, I mean, there are a lot of certainly different highlights. You know, when you have 100 episodes of any show like this, certainly every single episode I could find, you know, a handful of highlights. But if we pinned it down for me, you know, I feel like I'm a little bit caught off guard here. That was, that's a great question. Mm. Um, if I had to pick a few that just immediately come off the top of my head. Uh, uh, and this is specifically highlights just in regard to guests. That's what you, right, you asked me about mm-hmm. guests. I would say that, um, you know, very early on, and in fact, because I enjoyed this episode so much, I remember it was the, the, the number, the episode number, I believe was episode number nine. 
and it was with a guest that we had on by the name of Ian McCluskey. And Ian is a Portland, Oregon documentary filmmaker uh, whose work I admire very much. And we had him on the show, and at the time he was, well, he was the original founder of the organization, um, the nonprofit organization Northwest Documentary. And what I really appreciated about, about that particular conversation, again, it was early on, and so I was still very much learning my way, or finding my way, I should say, and and figuring out how the show was going to you know sort of the look and feel if you will of the show and 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 what you know and and i felt like uh and even though that's the case so if you went back and listened to it i do sound different i, I may not sound as confident as as you know i would sound later on and and the show might not be as polished but i still consider it one of the highlights because of the conversation itself mm-hmm. and ian i found to be a very well he's a lovely individual and and for one but there's just something about the way that Ian spoke about documentary filmmaking and about being a doc filmmaker. He sound, he made it sound majestic even, and that it was a very worthy uh, cause and endeavor to take up, and that it was not something that we doc filmmakers should take lightly. And and I, that really spoke to me, and and that really touched me. And and in fact, I've I've played that clip a few times over the course of the past two and a half half years, um, and so that that jumps out just because I remember um, what a very thoughtful conversation about really what it means to be a doc filmmaker and living a doc life. So it was kind of one of those early moments where somebody came on and spoke directly to what I felt like was it was what I wanted to be at the heart of this podcast, which was you know, living a doc life, like. What encompassed encompass that, and what what it all embodied, mm-hmm. um, you know. Another highlight, of course, you know, I, Steve James obviously comes to mind. You know, um, he's just one of those names that always comes to mind for doc filmmakers whenever they talk about who they're inspired by. It's amazing. I swear, nine nine times out of ten, a doc filmmaker, regardless of where they live in the world, bring up his name as being a big influence or inspiration. And we've had the. Um, uh, the pleasure uh, and have been fortunate to have him on the program twice. Of course, very recently with his America to Me documentary series. Love having Steve on. And then, you know, another another person that comes to mind um, also who happens to be a Car Tempquin Films alum is uh, is the filmmaker Margaret Byrne. You'll remember when we had her on and she was somewhere in the 60s in terms of the episode number. And of course, we'll post these up in the show notes for people that want to go back and listen to these. Um, but I'll bet a lot of you have already heard all most of these that I've referenced. And Margaret was just another person that really, um, she was just this really down-to-earth woman who also took, it's like she took doc filmmaking very seriously as an endeavor, but didn't take it too seriously. And uh, and and that made for a, a conversation that felt really genuine and open, and she spoke with candor. And um, yeah, I re- that was a delightful conversation. I loved having Margaret on. So yeah, those are a few that come to mind for sure. Yeah, for sure. and I think that one actually once you start to go back and think about the people that have been on the show, you really realize that everyone brought their own um, certain something to it, whether it was their own like little tip or piece of information or yeah. experience or mindset or outlook or whatever it is like you can take something from everybody even if you think oh well I'm just discussing a film or I'm just having a conversation with another filmmaker but 
every filmmaker is different um, yeah. and everyone, you know, has their own little bit to add. So, yeah. It's funny that you say that because it has always, it has definitely felt that way. I don't feel like I've ever had a guest on the program who it's clear that they've been on the program to promote their film. No. That's never been the case. Right. Um, and part of that is timing. You know, we, we try to have some, you know, we try to have guests on that are that are promoting a recent piece of work, and that's often the case, but it never, it never comes out that way. It's never a promotional run that they're on. It ends up being, and you know, we've heard this a number of times post-conversation from guests, mm -hmm. that they really appreciated being able to come on and not only talk about their current project, but talk about their work as a whole, mm -hmm. and then maybe having that more important and deeper, more complex conversation mm -hmm. about, yeah, living a doc life and what right. it means to be a doc filmmaker. And I think they've appreciated that kind of level of conversation that they most of the time, quite frankly, aren't really having. Certainly not when they're doing their, you know, their press, publicity, publicity and press runs, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, and then talking about gratitude, as you yeah. said about Ian, I, it made me think, yeah, like, you know, when you first started out, you know, you would reach out to people to be on the show and everyone said yes. I don't know if it, that yeah. you've, you had anyone at that point say, actually, no, I don't. You know, since then we have, as we've reached for bigger, bigger names, sure. we've had people say, well, maybe next year or maybe, and hopefully they'll come through in season two. And mm. I think that... Louis the Theroux, if you're listening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wasn't going to, you know, <laughs> shout him out, but okay, if you're doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so to, to, to those people that came on the show early on, when it had just literally started, they didn't know if it was going to be anything worthy or worth being on. And yet they gave their time and that's that's really something to be grateful for. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point, Steph, because it did, you know, reaching out early on when you're starting a podcast like this, when you don't have a number of episodes behind you or or you don't have maybe a great listenership or there's not... A lot of publicity behind the show if people aren't aware of it you really have to find other ways to sell yourself but i think that also points to the the type of person that is a doc filmmaker right. um, we have these levels of conversation that you don't necessarily you don't have on an everyday basis with with, with people and even an entertainment show you don't have these kinds of conversations or these level of people when you're talking to celebrities it's it's just a different ball game doc filmmakers are they tend to be more down to earth they tend to be uh they tend to be concerned with life matters they tend to be thinkers they tend to be people that want to communicate things and um yeah, I just, I, I'm very appreciative of that. And I think that that's part of, maybe part of the success of why we were able to get, or part of the reason that we were able to get some of the people that we did early on. They entrusted us mm -hmm. and they, and I think that their interest was piqued mm -hmm. by having a conversation just about doc filmmaking for doc filmmakers. Right. And, you know, the other thing, the other component to this is, is the listeners and the doc lifers. Mm -hmm. I mean, Obviously, it goes without saying, you know, without you guys, without without you guys supporting this show, um, this show wouldn't be where it's at. And I'm sure it wouldn't be at episode 100, and we wouldn't be, you know, be talking about a season two. Um, and and it should not be underestimated the power of you guys. Uh, one of the things that this show has has really informed me of is that there are filmmakers. Now, I I know for a fact now. There are doc filmmakers all 
over this planet, all over the world, telling the world's stories. And for me, that is really, really, it's exciting, but it's also somehow it's a relief to me because I, I feel strongly that there couldn't be a better time to be telling stories. And I also feel like there couldn't be a better time to be equipped to be telling these stories. And the fact that somebody in in Ghana or somebody in Iran or somebody in Cambodia can be making a film in the same fashion or in a way that I can or they have the potential and possibility to do it in the same way that I do and that you do is it's wonderful and it's exciting and it's so great to hear their stories you know opening up our emails every day and finding a new email from somebody you know on the other side of the planet saying that they're inspired by our by our podcast or thanking us for you know uh, informing them of of various topics or for joining you know the Facebook community that's a big thing I mean when was it that feels like that's been around for a while but you know you and I were ta- talking the other day that it actually hasn't been around that long right. Mm-mm. No, we launched it, um, it was around Halloween last year, so it was just, you know, about a year okay. and a month ago. So yeah, La- has... Now, would that be last Halloween or <laughs> the previous? <laughs> I wonder if I got that wrong. Let me, you, 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 the problem is you make me second guess myself when you say these things, because then I'm like, hold on, am I just talking crap or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's usually me that's talking crap. Well, but, yes, um... that is true. <laughs> Um, yeah, what were you saying? <laughs> the Facebook community. Yeah, um, the Facebook community is, it's always a little bit nerve-wracking when you put something out there like that because you wonder if people are going to join. You know, at first it's just you and I and then, you know, a few people creep in and we invite some friends who are filmmakers and, you know, slowly the numbers go up. But yeah. it's the interactivity that has been really exciting and That's that people right. are still joining, you know, Every week we have people join, and so that's lovely. And and just to see how everyone's communicating with one another and helping one another. I truly think that if you do have a question, if you do hit a pain point or find yourself questioning yourself and being unsure, I do believe that that is a place, that the community is a resource that you can utilize to, to really, you know, have someone... Somebody will respond to you, and that's really nice. And we don't always have the, every answer, but... You know, people will point you in the way of resources or yeah. other external links and and will try to help you. And I think that's really cool. And as a documentary filmmaker, you know, it's hard to know where to turn for that sort of support. So, yeah, it's really exciting to think that that is, is there for people. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, I've certainly, you know, direct inspiration for show topics and guests that we've had on the show have come not only from, obviously, from emails and dialoguing that we've had with 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 other doc lifers, but certainly from that Facebook community group, um, we've we've gotten a lot of those ideas and certainly taken suggestions from people, and it has been really really cool and gratifying to see that community supporting one another. And again, it speaks to that person who is a doc filmmaker, who is a doc lifer. Mm-hmm. Um, we are a support, supportive, nurturing group. Um, who wants to help one another really tell the best stories that we can. And, you know, we've heard from people a number of times that, hey, this isn't like a typical Facebook group where you join it or you like it, and then Mm -hmm. maybe you check it once or twice and then you never go back to it. Mm -hmm. This is an engaged group. Mm -hmm. These are people who are using this as the resources 
and networking that you that you alluded to there and it's wonderful i really appreciate it personally what i like about it is you can go there and you can get a sense of people's projects and you mm. can sort of see the evolution of their journey and but the thing for me is it's awesome and i love it but i feel like it also lends itself to this idea of how can we take that and 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 run with it how can we how can we improve upon that? Yeah. How can we build on this community aspect in the future? Because I feel like that's a real thing that we need to be looking to is, you know, you're part of a mastermind group mm. and um, not for filmmaking, but for business. And, and I know you get a lot of value from that. And I yeah. think that I would love to, and I know you would love to be involved in some kind of mastermind where we're actually working with people on their projects. We're oh, keeping yeah. them accountable. We're, give, we're supporting them through through it. Um, and we're allowing them to sort of dialogue with us and with other people, you know, in a safe community of documentary filmmakers. So it does, I, I love the community group, but I feel like there's still more yet to do within the community aspect of the documentary life for sure. And that seems like a very appropriate time to take a small break and we can come back and we can discuss what we're doing here in the future after after episode 100. And, and we'll start that conversation when we come back with this hiatus that we've been alluding to the past few weeks, why we're taking it and how, for how long. And, and, then, uh, and then we'll get into the future of, of, of what you and I are doing. So thank you for joining us today here on episode number 100 of The Documentary Life. We'll continue this conversation right after this. Lately, we here at the Documentary Life podcast have been really ramping up our free live webinar events. It's a great way to learn the aspects of doc filmmaking from the experts in the field, as well as engage directly with the expert in a live Q&A setting. We've already had some great sessions so far, and our one coming up on December 4th will be no different. A few short weeks ago, it was episode 94, we had on the show acclaimed doc filmmaker and author John Reese. John is the author of Think Outside the Box Office, a book that details his and others' experiences with independent film distribution, a subject that John has since become recognized as a veritable expert on. Not surprisingly, this was an episode that was pretty popular, speaking to a lot of the DIY sensibilities of you doc lifers. And so we've invited him to host a live webinar with us to further explore the subject of documentary distribution, to be followed by a live Q&A session in which you get to ask any and all of your pressing distro questions, of which I know that there are many. I get your emails and I see your posts in the TDL community Facebook group. There always seems to be a desire to break the code of distribution of our films. If you'd like to attend this live event, which happens on Tuesday, December 4th at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here in the U.S., simply go to thedocumentarylife.com to sign up. I'll post a link up in the show notes for this episode, and you can also find links to it throughout the Documentary Life website. Attending and participating in the live event is free to all listeners of the program, you just need to make sure and sign up by, again, going to thedocumentarylife.com. This is going to be a great opportunity for you, Doc Lifer, to engage directly with a film distribution expert. So get your questions ready and sign up today. Chris.
Chris, I just wanted to congratulate you on what you've done with the documentary life. You've done an incredible job over 100 episodes. You've had hundreds and hundreds of thousands of downloads. You've got an audience. You don't have spectators that are just liking your funny links. You've actually built up a really big audience and following and you're one of the best podcasts on documentary. So I want to congratulate you, Chris. You've done a lot of good work. You've helped out our festival. You've helped out so many people and you've really instilled in people a passion for factual filmmaking documentary should be commended. I know you're taking a step back and I know you take your step back to take a step forward and I know you're going to have some really marquee names in documentary. We've talked about some names. We can't say too much now, but it's going to be amazing. You've done incredibly well. I'm very proud of you. And hopefully I'll be the third person to be on uh, Documentary Life in season two. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. Welcome back to episode 100, the grand finale, if you will, of season one of the Documentary Life podcast you just heard from. Lyndon Stone, who is the founder of the Melbourne Documentary Film Festival. And if, you are a list- if you've been a listener of the program for a while now, you would know that, uh, of course, you'll remember that we've done a special series on film festivals. And NDFF was the film festival through which we shined a lens on what film festivals were like from both the viewpoints of not only the filmmaker, but also behind the scenes of a film festival. And uh, we love having Lyndon on and look forward to more conversations with him. So as we're back here, I think it makes sense now to really kind of address the hiatus that we've been alluding to here the past few weeks and um, and why we're doing it and uh, maybe for, for how long until we get to a season two. I would say, first of all, I'm not sure that people realize just how much time and effort it takes to get this podcast out. Amen. <laughs> um, I mean, it is a weekly show, so there's that. Plus, you know, by the time you... You're a bit of a perfectionist, let's face it. So I think that... Um, sound quality for this show aside, as aside. we're hooked up with two lobs in a room. Or right. It's the Forgive us for that. bouncing off the walls. <laughs> in general, in general. Yeah. Um, but also I think we realized that there are other things that we actually need to be doing um, outside of the documentary life. We put a lot of time and energy into it, and we will continue to do so. It's not the end, but it, it certainly it needs to... Um, just go a little bit on the back burner until next year because you know we have to make our own documentary film and and to do that it's not an easy feat it's not something that you can just pick up you know here and there it's going to Cambodia and it's really yeah. it really involves you really putting yourself out there into into that world so um, I think that's a big takeaway for us that we've come to in the last few weeks oh, or definitely. last few months is um, yeah it's time to to really get this film done and and in that you know there's there's value and and insight into that because obviously you're going to be able to share your own experiences in real time which is is awesome i'm excited for that to be able to um to hear about that and to share that with people because obviously i'm not going to be there um, you're going to be there doing this, so um, you can share it with all of us. <laughs> well, and 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 it's yeah. I mean, I mean, the plan is at the moment to be to be here mid January, be taking off for Cambodia for a few months, and you know we've talked about our film Elvis of Cambodia many many times uh, here on, on on the program, and that's going back two and a half years ago. But there's add another a year and a half, and that's how long we've been working on this film, and so you know you and I just. Yeah, you know, it was a month or two ago we just sat down and we thought, you know what, we need to be we need to be real about this. You know, we're here 
telling people to get out there and make their films all of the time, and we're inspiring you guys to do that, and yet here we are four years into our own project that, um, yeah, that, 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 that isn't any closer than it was maybe a year ago. I think, though, I think in particular the last year things really slowed down for you and I um, in terms of, of, of Elvis of Cambodia, our project. Um, and so, so, yeah, we're headed back to Cambodia. And part of what we're excited, as, as Steph alluded to here, was we're excited to share that journey with you. We have some ideas in how to best do that, and um, and we'll be doing it obviously through social media. We'll be doing it through blog posts, and the idea here is, and through our through our newsletter, and the idea here is really to take you while we're stepping away from the podcast. Yes, so you won't be getting a weekly podcast, but you absolutely will be hearing from us on a continuous basis throughout this, throughout our hiatus from the podcast. And one of the things you'll be hearing about a lot is really this, I'll be sharing with you uh, a behind the scenes, if you will, of the making of our film. And uh, it's really a great opportunity for me to be sharing, or for us to be sharing with you what that looks and feels like, in particular, maybe in a place like Cambodia. And, uh, and there's a lot that we can all learn from that. And so this will be a great opportunity to get behind the scenes of, of what that process is like working in a country, in this case, like a Cambodia. So we're excited to do that. And as well as you sharing your real life filmmaking experiences and your experiences of being out there in Cambodia, we'll also be sharing, you know, what I'm doing back here behind the scenes, which will be developing partnerships for the film, um, sourcing funding for the film. I mean, all the sort of nuts and bolts of what, what needs to go into it. And I would encourage people to definitely at this point, if you haven't already, sign up for the newsletter because mm. that's going to be the best way yeah. now for you to keep in touch with us. Yeah. As well as um, we're going to be launching a new website next month and that is going to be far more extensive than the one we have right now. Right now we're geared towards the podcast on, the, on our website, but actually with the new website, we're going to be giving you a lot more in terms of resources in terms of content in the blog. We want to answer all your questions. You know, we want the website to be a hub, um, a place that you can go to. If you have a question about anything to do with documentary filmmaking, if you need a resource, if you need a template, if you need whatever you need, we want that to be a place where we're providing the information and the resources and the tools for you guys to be able to make your films in the best way that you can. I mean, that's really where we're at right now is is developing partnerships with people and trying to just bring you the best things that we can. I mean, we have this platform now and yeah. and we want to utilize that so that we can give you guys what you need. Well, it's just, and that's a great point. It's no longer just about the podcast for us, is it? No, it's not. And it has been for quite a while and that mm. was that was great. Um but the podcast can only take us so far and the podcast can only reach so many people. We're yeah. so grateful to everybody who's found us. But as we all know, those who, who, of us who listen to podcasts, not everybody does. Not everyone even knows what a podcast is. So <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of doc filmmakers out there that, you know, would never even consider looking for a, a documentary filmmaking podcast. So um, we want to take the brand and the business and everything to the next level, which is it, it involves offering more support to you guys. Yeah, and one thing, a part of that that I don't want to gloss over because it's easy to just throw out the word in the term blog, right? And we are creating a blog in such a fashion, and certainly this has already been happening, but in particular, it's going to really start to take off 
as we put these systems in place throughout the hiatus and then beyond that. And that, for instance, in our blog, we have three, uh, three monthly write-ups that we're planning on having, including, and we can talk about it here, um, as part of the blog, every month you will be getting a Doc Lifer story. And so what that means is you will, we will be sharing with you. Part of what's been really successful about the show is when we've had on other listeners or other Doc Lifer stories on the program. We've had people come on and talk about what, what, what the, the, the podcast has meant to them. But much more than that, they've talked about how they've been inspired and informed to do their own doc films and how they're living their doc lives. And we really want to continue that with this monthly write-up in our blog called The Doc Lifer Stories. That that one really excites me because yeah. I think that when you hear about people's stories, that it's when you awesome. speak with people and you have these consultations and things like that, that's the takeaway for me is to hear people's stories. What are they... What are they how they came to it, what what has inspired them to make their film, yeah. what is their film about. I mean, people have such amazing, crazy, ambitious ideas. It's like, you know, some people struggle to find their idea. They know they want to make a film. And other people, it's just they have these amazing ideas. <laughs> and to be able to point people in a direction of, you know, this is their trailer, this is their information, yeah. you know, maybe they can find somebody that can support them in that. Or, you know, I just feel like it would be a lovely... Um, lovely inclusion to be able to to have these stories of people who are making documentary films and if you are interested in being in that part of the um the blog then feel free to reach out to us yep. and um and let us know that's how we know we want to hear your stories it right. can't be just us reaching out to you guys and so share your story and share a project with us mm -hmm. and they can do that either by going to the website thedocumentarylife.com or you can always write to us directly. And, and I, I give my email address out to you guys all the time. I'll give it again. It's chris at barongfilms.com. Chris at B-A-R-A-N-G films.com. Uh, another monthly write-up that I, I, I want to highlight is one that uh, is kind of a fun one that we came up with called Desert Island Docks. Any of any of our UK listeners, I'm sure you've probably heard of Desert Island Discs on the BBC. And this is Desert Island Docks. It's a similar idea where basically we have you write a story of the three documentaries that, if you were stranded on an island, the three documentaries you would want to have with you. The three docks that you couldn't live without. So that's Desert Island Docs. And then I'll also be writing up a monthly column myself about really my own doc life. And so I'll be sharing with you a little bit more of um, maybe the personal side of, uh, of my doc life. And certainly part of that will, uh, will really take off during uh, my time in Cambodia. So um, definitely be checking out the, the new site when that comes about and be, and be coming back to the blog often. And really the best way to stay connected is to make sure to get signed up so you're receiving the TDL, the Documentary Life newsletter from us. And you can do that again by going to the website, thedocumentarylife.com, or the show notes for this particular episode. I just think, Chris, what you've done, you and Steph, is just opened up a very enriching world, even though it's all online and we can't really see each other but it's just inspiring it's just incredible what you've done um and each episode you've done so you know so committed so well presented so articulate um so giving in terms of information and it's really amazing thank you so much
So you're probably wondering how long is this hiatus? Our intent is to come back in April of 2019. So we'll have been in Cambodia for a few months at that point. And uh, season two will be slated at this point, again, April of 2019. Was there anything that you wanted to add to that, Steph, about when we'd be coming back with season two? No, um, other than we'll obviously keep people posted. I know yeah. that you won't be able to stay away from this podcast for too long. No, uh, that's true. you love it so much. But um, <laughs> yeah, the, the only thing about being in Cambodia is it makes it tricky. If anyone has ever worked out there or lived out there, you know that the internet can be a little bit hit or miss. And obviously a lot yeah. of what you put out is, you know... You need to be able to, (laughs) well, um, you need to be able to record interviews and so for that you need, really need the internet. So that would be the only stumbling block in terms of um, being able to come back in April. But right now that's our intention. Yeah. And in terms of what season two might sound like? I would say there are several things that I have in my mind for season two. That is, I want us to, I've loved every single guest that we've had on. And like I said, I, they've definitely given um, a lot and, and each has shaped and, and provided something to the podcast. But there are definitely some key figures that I want us to try to to chase down. And some we've attempted. Well, Louis Theroux is one that we've attempted, really. But I feel like we've been too cautious in terms of who we've reached out to. Probably. I mean, not too cautious, but we haven't pushed ourselves we to the point that... We could be a little that, bit more aggressive. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's a thing for us. Like, we sort of stay within our comfort zone sometimes. And I would like us to go beyond that yeah. um, in terms of guests on the show. Um, and then also, I feel like... I feel like when you started the podcast with this concept of the documentary life, mm. it's it's such an amazing concept and to, because I feel like it has directly impacted us. I still struggle at this point having children and mm. um, a business and you know all these different aspects of our lives and being freelancer and being self-employed and and I feel like that is one area that we've touched on over the course of season one but we haven't really delved into in the idea of... I would of, agree with that, yeah. I would right. Agree with that. The idea of like leading a documentary life, what that involves and the challenges involved in that and how you overcome those challenges and the organisational elements and all these different things because you know it's very different when you are working a nine-to-five job to having a career as a filmmaker. And even if you do have that nine-to-five job, how do you balance your documentary film endeavors with the commitment other commitments that you have and i feel like that could really help people and i say that because i feel like something i still struggle with so i over this next few months there's definitely something i'm going to be looking to and delving into and trying to to research and get some some tools and some ideas about because that's something i really want to like you know double down on in terms of content for the future well and and in some ways again you know i I feel like, and I don't, you know, I hate to keep stressing this, but it it does make this, you know, this hiatus and us going to Cambodia, it does make that even more exciting because I feel like we will be able to experience directly this idea of a doc life in a way that we can share with others and that others can learn from and in a way that we've been talking about for quite a while. You know, the fact that, you know, we're four years into this doc project that we don't have finished yet and, and recently came to the realization, hey, this film isn't isn't going to finish itself and it's going to take us and it's going to take a certain shift in our lives and a commitment and and the fact that we've had to come to that conclusion and do that 
is literally in many ways um, what so many people are probably listeners of this program are having to do themselves. And so it's a, it's exciting, it's daunting, but it's exciting uh, to be able to be embracing that right now and and to be open about it and we will you know and to be sharing that with people here mm-hmm. you know in the next coming months. Yeah, there are so many challenges that come along in life, you know, like mm. not least having children. And then also with my health not being that great, I definitely feel like it stopped us from moving forward. That's the problem. When documentary filmmaking is something you do on the side, it's the easiest thing to drop. It's the easiest thing to like will be pushed <laughs> to the side. Yes. And so it's having those Certainly that is. balance. And also we're lucky in a way because we both are about this. But what do people do if their partner is not necessarily about it and doesn't yeah. really want all that time, effort, those resources, that energy to go into something like that? So that is definitely something I know that I want to delve more into next year. Yeah. So as well as supporting you in a producer role with Elvis um, while you're away and then, you know, creating content for the documentary life and and releasing this new website, I'm also going to be working on the Documentary Academy. And that is something that obviously has taken nine or ten months to complete. And, you know, we're very happy with it. It's it's out there in the world now, which is really exciting. But I know that there's definitely things that, I mean... It could be never ending. And I know for a fact there's more that I'm going to want to put in there. So I'm definitely going to be adding content there as well. Again, another topic that I don't want to gloss over. And it's this is the Documentary Academy. I mean, as you as you said there, you know, nine or ten months has been spent building out that content. And, and, and more recently, we've talked, you know, we opened doors on the Academy back in October. And we've been dialoguing directly with members of the Academy. And very recently, those conversations have been super enlightening for us and super helpful. And uh, and I have a lot of gratitude for that. What we do know is we, through the course of our experience in filmmaking, experiences in filmmaking, and through the course of this podcast, talking with other doc filmmakers, working on our own projects, and then, you know, the nine or ten months that we have spent building this amazing body of of content in the academy we know that we have something incredibly valuable to people i'm so happy with the academy i'm really proud of it i tell you the beauty of doing these tutorials as well is that even though you may know um these various ways to okay so connecting with your niche audience developing partnerships x y and z you know to do all these things having them written down on paper having the tutorial having the action worksheet it focuses your mind yeah you 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 have that focus um and you have that clarity because there are so many moving parts in a film even outside of making it the real foundation of the academy is creating a documentary film proposal. How am I going to fund it? Okay, these are the, the multiple ways that I can, can fund it. How to go about that. How to strategically decide on your distribution strategy. And the truth is, these are all things that you need to be doing at the beginning of your film. That's right. Right at the beginning. Um, yes, distribution is at the end, but really you're planning for it right at the beginning. You can literally go through this whole course, and I would recommend going through all these courses before you start making your film, Mm. or certainly within the early stages, um, because it really is gonna help to inform what happens at the end of your film. You're gonna give yourself a much smoother ride. And I know for a fact, every film that we do from here on out is gonna go through this process. It's gonna go through, through, through the Academy. 
one of the most things I'm grateful for was having, I, I, I reached out to a number of people who had expressed interest in the Documentary Academy, but for one reason or another, on that weekend that we opened it up, they didn't go for it. They didn't. They didn't purchase it. And and some of the things that came out were incredibly eye opening. And I'm so thankful because we have learned from those suggestions. And you know, one of the one of the ones that that came out a few times was that people didn't have a sense of. They, they could read, if they went to the documentaryacademy.com website, they could read what we were offering, but they didn't really have an understanding of how the academy worked. And I feel like based on that feedback, we've been able to change some things at the, at the site. And so for one, the video itself, the, the landing page video that we created gives a much more concise idea. Instead of me just talking about it, instead of us just talking about it and telling someone what they'll get by enrolling at the academy, you can actually see in this particular video that we've now, you know, based on feedback, we've recut and reshot, and it, it shows you what it looks like in the academy. It shows you what a video tutorial looks like. It shows you what how the action worksheet works alongside your own project. We also learned that, you know, people felt like they thought that they had a, a certain, a finite amount of time to sort of maybe complete a course or two or complete the academy. And we didn't do a good job of relating to people that that's not how the academy works at all. Regardless of where you are at in your, in your doc filmmaking journey or on a project, you have lifetime access to the academy and the academy is run at your pace. Everything builds upon itself. And so we encourage everyone to get in and, 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 and not really skip around to avoid doing that if you can, to start from the beginning and work your way through, through, the, through the academy because it does build upon itself that way, doesn't it? It does. Um, I feel like what it does I, th I think that when I developed that, the concept and had the ideas for the content, what I was basically thinking is, okay, where did I struggle? What were the things that I wanted clarity? What would have made my film better in the beginning? And that was, for me, you know, developing an elevator pitch, yeah. getting the business aspects set up in terms of a business entity, um, having my documentary film proposal, and then thinking about the funding options and how to do that. I didn't know how to ask an individual donor, you know, a major gift donor for a donation. You know, I, I think for me, clarity is the most important thing and being organized and strategic is the most important thing. And I think that when it comes to documentary filmmaking, we're very quick to jump in and that's absolutely fine. But there are other aspects of making a film that don't involve just picking up a camera. There are funding aspects, there are distribution aspects, and that's really what the Academy does. It makes you think about, how am I gonna fund this film? And then it gives you resources and tools and sends you to places where you can find what you need in terms of funding. It guides you to your money mindset. It guides mm. you to how you can ask for that donation. Donate, asking for donations, I think nobody necessarily or very few people feel comfortable with that. How to do it, who to approach. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the essence of it is like just having the clarity, going through the distribution options. Okay, what works for me and what doesn't? What do I need to be um, forming and, and working on early on? And what can wait until later like yeah. how how does this look moving forward so so yeah i mean in the spirit of giving thanks i think that we're very well we're thankful for all the feedback that we got when we first kind of uh did sort of our beta opening of of the academy and we're very proud of where it's at and we know that this is it offers a lot of value to the doc community 
Now, one of the things that we've decided to do, of course, we're opening up. Enrollment is currently, op we've, we've opened enrollment back up um, for the special for this for this show. And of course, here in the U.S., they have this idea, uh, this promotions that they use called Black Friday. Friday being the Friday. Oh, do we have it here now too? Oh. We have Black Friday too. Oh, Whatever, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm do you so know how sorry. many American things? <laughs> I haven't lived in the UK for eight years. I come back and I'm just like, hold on, that's from America. That's from, look uh, at all these SUVs. Look at all this. Yeah, you wake up every morning and you say, <laughs> oh, hold on, that's from America. Well, we have Black Friday too now. Well, yeah. in the spirit of, of Thanksgiving and Black Friday and apparently now a Cyber Monday, we have we've decided to open up enrollment here uh, on the academy and here's the thing it doesn't do any good just sitting there without people involved in it you know we have a number of people that are in the academy right now but we want so many more to be a part of this because that is such a big reason why we've done this we know that it adds incredible value we want to empower you to get out there and be making your doc film and to me in my mind this is one of the best ways that i can think that you can do that and I would say that, you know, it might not be for everybody, but it will be for the right person, mm. the person that needs this content. Some people know how to write their documentary film proposal. Some people know how they're going to fund their film and distribute it. The, Some people you know, know how to write a budget. Some people know right, how to build those, their niche community. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so, but you, so you have to make sure it's right for you. And I, I would urge people, if you have any questions, if you feel like this could be a potential resource for you and, you, and you're not, but you're not sure, Partly maybe because we haven't marketed it well and, and given you the content and the information, but um, or maybe just because you just want to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation, reach out to us, ask us questions. We're open. We're here. We're happy to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, well, you know what? That that's a great point, Steph. And you know, and and you can get to this here right after this. Obviously, we're opening up enrollment again this weekend and Monday, and we'll be closing it on Monday. And and you can talk about that. But you know what? I'll just say it right here, right now. I'd love to have a ten-minute conversation with you. So so if you're listening to this and you're thinking at all about a doc project or you're wondering about the academy in and if it is the right fit for you, I want to make sure that that is the case. So let's let's get on a phone call or a Skype conversation. Let's have a 10-minute call. Find out if the Academy is the right fit for you. And I'd love to be able to do that. So let's, let's get that scheduled for this weekend. And it's this weekend. Why? For this weekend only, what we've decided to do is we're going to offer our launch price again, $399 for all the Academy courses. So that's from idea phase, documentary proposal, funding filmmaking and also the distribution aspects for 399. We're doing this because we've decided actually what we're going to do is we're not going to leave the academy open the whole time. We're going to open up quarterly. So four times a year we'll open for enrollment um, and we're actually going to close on Monday. So from now until midnight on Monday the 26th of November, so Cyber Monday, we're going to be offering the Documentary Academy for our launch offer price, which was $3.99. And that's the lowest price it will ever be. We're gonna close the Academy at that time on Monday midnight, and we're gonna reopen it again in the spring. And when we open it in the spring, the price point will be higher. So this weekend basically is the last chance that you'll have to get the Academy for $3.99. But more than that, this is the last chance that you'll have this year until the springtime to be able to join us. So even if you feel like now is not the time for you to work on your film, jump in because it's so inspiring when you watch the tutorials and you look at the content, 
it will give you ideas and it will form some ideas before you even jump into making your film. You don't have to be ready right now to shoot your film to do this course or to even complete this course. Mm. You can be looking at the tutorials, you can be getting some ideas. I know for me, just, just forming the tutorials, it's like it, it inspires so many ideas, so many different ways for me to get my film out into the world, so many ideas for me to fund my film. Yeah that it's actually better in a way to, to review it and to look over it before you even come to do it because it's going to get those cogs turning. So um, if you are interested, please reach out. Chris will be very happy to talk to you. You could also talk to me too if you wanted to, but... <laughs> hey, it might make no for a more interesting conversation. <laughs> and, you know, because I know the Academy so well, I can, we can really tell yeah. you if it's the right fit for you. And it's worth noting as well that we have, we've, we've opened up 40 slots. So we have 40 slots that are open throughout this weekend until you said Monday at midnight. So um, yeah, if you're one of those 40 and you want to find out if this is a fit, you can either join up with the Academy right now by going to thedocumentaryacademy.com or if you just want to have a conversation with us and find out indeed if this is the right fit for all of us, you can reach me directly via email and set up a, a 10 or 15 minute appointment. We'll have that conversation. Uh, again, my email is chris at barongfilms.com. Have we said enough about the Academy? I feel like we have. <laughs> Maybe. Like we have. <laughs> Ah, yes, breathing. So, so any final thoughts? Do we have any final thoughts? I mean, it's, it's hard to believe that this is, that we're not going to be doing this next week. You know, it, it's, it's really, it's going to be weird for me. I'm not going to lie. It will it's, be weird it's for you. It's going to be strange, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but it's also exciting yeah. because there are so many other things that we're going to be doing in terms of content. This is, it's not like, okay, the podcast is done. With, and that's it. You're not going to hear from us till next yeah, spring. Right. <laughs> it's much more like, okay, the podcast is taking a break, but here are all these other resources. Yeah. Here are all these other videos. Here are all these other blog posts. Here are all these other ways. I'm very, very passionate about making the website a hub for people to go to that I would want to go to if I'm making a documentary film, when I'm making a documentary film. Like, I feel like there isn't enough of that kind of content out there for documentary filmmakers in the way there are for filmmakers. And I really feel like I want the documentary life to be the place to go if you need support with your documentary film. And that's in any way, shape or form that comes through. Please feel free to reach out to us. We would love to continue to hear from you. If you have any ideas or um, thoughts about next season, mm. please reach out. If you, I mean, that, that, that's a great point, Steph. Because it is, you know, we just mentioned that um, we learned a lot on our beta release of the of the Documentary Academy, and and but that's the case with the podcast as well. We've been learning for two and a half years by the feedback that people mm -hmm. and the requests and the suggestions that people have given us. I can tell you, uh, you guys have directly shaped and impacted. Um, this show and and not only this show of course but in our lives in many ways mm -hmm. and um yeah yeah and i am so thankful for that you know hey ha you know what happy thanksgiving to everyone and uh, maybe even if you're not in the u.s you have some idea maybe what that uh, what that uh, celebration is about because this show has been about that for sure all right. Well, with that, uh, uh, I guess I'm signing off. And um, 
and you'll hear my voice certainly uh, when we open up here in season 2019. But uh, of course, we'll all be staying connected via the, the newsletter and then our social media, our blog, and our website. And then we'd love to have you enroll in the Academy. Be one of those 40 because uh, we'd love to be dialoguing with you and be a part of your journey as well. So with that, I'm Chris G. Parkhurst. And I'm Stephanie Vincenti. You don't want to put your middle initial in there? <laughs> no. Okay, that's just me. Who does that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Namaste, everyone. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Thanks again. Don't forget, we'd love to have you join us in the Documentary Academy. Come and take a look at how we can help you make your best documentary film at thedocumentarylife.com slash academy. That's thedocumentarylife.com slash academy. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. <laughs>